As you'll have heard in our breaking news, inflation has surged to 4.9%, the biggest increase in a decade. To discuss, I'm joined by New Zealand Herald Business Editor-at-Large, Liam Dan. Good morning to you. Hi, Kerry. Hi. Well, to be expected, really, isn't it? Yeah, although we've out, outdone ourselves again, um, so, mm. so we, we we expected in a, a you know this to be the <clears throat> one of the highest inflation points we'd had for a decade. Um, according to Stats NZ this morning, if we we rule out the times the the uh, you know the quarters where we had GST increases over the yeah. last uh, thirty or forty years, this is the biggest quarterly increase since nineteen eighty seven. So that's a that is a bit of a, a, a shock, you know, surging past what economists had dared to forecast. We knew there was all sorts of um, things that we can talk about driving all this around mm. the world and locally, but um, basically, yeah, if you've been feeling it in the pocket, um, here's the data to back it up. That's going to hurt a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of pain. Yeah, it's, um, look, uh, looking through it, it's, um, and one of the, you know, the frustrating things is that the biggest cost rises and what's really driving it has been in the construction building sector, which of course um, slows things down and makes it more difficult to do the, the, the stuff we want to do with the house building program. Mm. But um, yeah, that was that was a, a really strong surge. So um, we just got it in front of me, something like 12% um, wow. increase for... Um, construction costs um you've got um you know food food's been rising um and it, it's had about six months of uh increases uh so food was up uh 2.7 percent um grocery food 1.3 percent for the quarter these are just quarterly figures so yeah. actually that's going to be a lot more again for the um for the annual figure um so yeah all, all across and petrol as well we haven't been buying as much i suppose in auckland because we aren't going anywhere but um mm. uh that has actually surged a lot um and you know energy energy and oil are the ones that are really um starting to bite around the world actually so we're we're seeing that and we're seeing that sort of um come at the same time as there are shipping delays stopping um goods and services getting in and, and squeezing supply there and um, uh, still, you know, really strong demand for consumer goods around the country. So, you know, it's all sort of crashing at once. And um, economists are left debating whether this is a, a serious long-term problem like it was in the um, late 70s or whether it's going to pass as, as the sort of um, pandemic fades, hopefully, in the next year. And they're, they're pretty divided on that, to be honest. Yeah, well, I do wonder how much of it can be blamed on COVID. Yeah, well, a lot of it, a lot of it can. We're getting into, you know, you'd mm. have to say... COVID aside, we were heading into a, um, a slightly higher inflation era yeah. because we'd been in a, in a no inflation era for so long, yeah. things have to cycle. But um, the COVID factor and, and the delays to um, production, all the factories shutting down last year, um, the shipping services shutting down, everything trying to start up again and, and struggling to do that has definitely... Um, had uh, you know an accelerating effect on it, and so people are arguing about whether it's, this is transitory or not. And then you've got to look at the word transitory and say, well, is it? Um, what does that mean? You know, yeah. is, is the pandemic going to linger for eighteen months or two years more? And then um, that would just keep keep those prices up there. And by that point, you, you've got a situation where wages are chasing the inflation up, and you might start to have that um, problem setting into the economy, which we really don't want. Uh, and, and the Reserve Bank will be trying to head off but of course they head that off with higher interest rates and that's not much fun either (laughs) i can't remember what we did in the 70s to get out of it 
Um, well, it, it took longer than that, really. I guess, we, you know... Right up the, into the, Rogenomics time, was it? Yeah, the mm. conventional wisdom would be that we, we um, tightened up the Reserve Bank Act to focus purely on in, uh, on inflation, set targets for inflation, and just chased them really hard. Now, in, in doing that, actually, to, to knock it down, we, we ran pretty high unemployment, and, um, you know, there was all that social cost of... Uh, what was done in the yeah. late 80s and early 90s but we did have inflation under control by the early 90s and um you know so so you can argue the the, the toss on how hard we went there um some other things happened in the world um to to put downward pressure on inflation in the 90s anyway computing and all the big production gains from technology they tend to put downward pressure on and i think you know we've actually seen it we've been through an era for the last 10 or 15 years where it's been constant downward pressure on um, pricing because uh, the internet has been making things much cheaper, for example. Right. And so it's taken a while for these um, more uh, fundamental structural forces to come back. And, and um, some people thought inflation was dead forever. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, that's um, right. But but yeah. there were always the old, <laughs> the old sage wise ones going, mm, you know, it wasn't always yeah, like this. Yeah, that's right. And, and and you really don't want it to get embedded. And I, I think I think the Reserve Bank's aware of that. Of course, the, the difficulty now compared to um, back in '87 or whenever was that they were running, um, you know, huge, you know, hugely high interest rates at that point. Even even just going back to prior to the GFC, I think where we thought inflation was going to land, um, they were running uh, an OCR of 8.5 percent. And yeah. um, What's happened, of course, is the debt levels have gone up so high. We've got so many people so heavily indebted that you, you sort of think, well, if you had to put interest rates up, up to those kind of levels, uh, you'd have uh, the system falling over. But people just wouldn't be able to pay the money back because interest costs would be so high. So they can't do that. So it just makes it a bit more, uh, puts a bit more tension on the whole process. Um, you know, in, in the US, uh, they haven't even started moving rates, and they are also battling these kind of inflation problems. They certainly are, are, are existing around the world, but um, New Zealand does seem to be at the front end of some of this stuff. What's it going to mean for the average consumer? Well, tough uh, times ahead, or belt tightening. Yeah, or? It, it comes out of your pocket, and it comes. You know, the, the horrible thing about inflation is that it, it hits the, the poorest people hardest because. Um, you know, you've got less discretion around the basics. And if, if yeah. a higher percentage of your income is spent every week, uh, if you're not a saver uh, and you're putting all your money onto, uh, you know, spending food, uh, spending on food, rent um, and um, petrol and those kind of things, those fixed costs are all rising. And so um, it, it basically makes people poorer. And the, um, uh, the you know, I guess if, you've, if you're wealthier, you've got more discretion and... and um, mm. it, the, the, the fund you don't have to spend um, uh, on on luxury items and things like that. But um, what will generally happen is that you start to see wages chasing it up, and you get into a spiral which um, just, or, you know, if it, if it gets out of control, then the value of money starts to um, uh, diminish uh, noticeably. And, and that's what economists or what what the central banks, the governments, all want to avoid is that sense of. Uh, lacking um, confidence in the in the currency, which, you know, if you go back to those days in the um, oil shock in the 70s and um, and that sort of stuff, things moved pretty fast. Pe people get used to it and, you know, you go back far enough and you get to the um, horrible things you hear about Argentina or Germany mm. pre-war when, when, when just uh, the currency starts to lose value overnight. Um, uh, look, we're not, you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's changed as good as a holiday. Worrying about this is a, a nice distraction from worrying about COVID. Um, oh, just some good news would be great. Just once. Yeah, just yeah. once. It'd be great. Thank you, Liam. Liam Dan, New Zealand Herald Business Editor at Large.